Hello and welcome everyone to Current Events, the podcast about what two randos on the internet are talking about. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Another clean opening. Do you want to count down again? No, I got it. Uh, Hello and welcome everyone to Current Events, the podcast about what two randos on the internet are watching on television. Uh, I'm Jake McMillan and joining me is my good friend Mike Slocum. Say hi, Mike. Hey, everybody. So just to throw a curveball, we're not talking about what we're watching on television this week. We're not necessarily even talking about science fiction. We've decided to do a special episode on the top 10 movie theater experiences according to us. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Not according to anybody else. We are considered to be world-renowned experts on what is important to us. To us, exactly. Hopefully, we'll be brought on CNN to talk about something soon, since we're now experts. But uh, apparently, you don't have to know much. Okay. So... um, you know, there's really almost no rules here. It doesn't have to be a movie. It could be a place. It could be just something that happened at a theater. Mm-hmm. Um, we, Our lives span a kind of um, interesting journey for the cinema industry. And yes. uh, so there's, there's some interesting uh, things that happen in the back there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so why don't we get started and... Just talk about your number 10. Oh, there will also oh, be oh. two or three honorable mentions right. uh, that can be bad experiences or just, you know, just didn't make the top 10. Yep. Okay. So I'm going to do this a little differently Ooh. because I just could not rank these by quality. Oh, yeah. So I ranked them by uh, um, year. Chronologically. <laughs> <Sorry>. Yeah. Chronologically. <laughs> and you... so I will I will start from old to new and we can work through those. Um, oh, that's fine. But it, yeah. It, it ain't going to be like my best, my worst, because yeah. I, you know they're so different in in uh, the reasons why. Oh yeah, there's anyway. no, I I had the exact same response. Mine is mine is just ten ten things that I liked, and mm-hmm. I can't compare them to each other. So you know. Yep. So uh, I so I so I th- the, the best best ranking I had was chronological. Right. So that's what I'm going to do. Have you so, ever um, seen the the tweet uh, where the guy says? Um, the uh, st- top ten Star Wars movies uh, listed chronologically, <laughs> and the, the, the massive arguments that break out in the comment section of this. <laughs> and he plays it deadpan too. He just argues with him. No, no, I'm pretty sure that Star Wars Episode Four was in 1977. <laughs> yes, <laughs> pretty sure that's yeah. what it was. Okay, um, so we'll go ahead. So, and but I will start with I will start with the oldest first. And yes. okay, so I only have one honorable mention, which is the oldest first, and it was from 1972. It was my first sort of real date with a girl, and um, we went to Fiddler on the Roof, oh. and I remember it because we came out singing all the songs yeah. and dancing <laughs> down the street. And that was just such a fun thing yeah. um, at the time. Uh, it was just, you know, it was one of those movies that, you know, it was like a musical, but it was, and it was in this great, oh, this fantastic old theater, you know, with the balcony mm-hmm. and the big, 
the big curtains, you know, the curtains that would open, you know, the big old velvet red curtains that would open and a stage up front because oh, yeah. they could use it for productions as yeah. well as, and it was just, oh, it was awesome. The, the old um, movie palaces, right? Those yeah, were, and it had the columns on the side and yep. if you didn't get good seats, you'd be sitting kind of behind right. the column. It was just <laughs> <Yes>. like, oh. <laughs> yeah, those were great. I, You know, we both lived through the dime box era where they started cutting those great theaters oh, yes. up and, and turning them into cinema sixes, you know, and type. Yes. And, and that was a real sad period for the yes. for the movie industry. But yeah, we just actually watched uh, Fiddler on the Roof um, here at home uh, mm-hmm. recently, and we're just reminded what an incredible film it is. Yes, it's really really fantastic. It's it's just really well done, and you know, mm-hmm. it's it, even though there you know even though it's a musical, yep. there was a story there, and there was great acting, oh, yes. and it was just yeah, it was yeah. it was fantastic. Yeah, and plus, plus, you know, it was my first real date, so it was like, you know, it was like, uh, it was like fun. Yeah, plus Starsky goes undercover. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, uh, anyway, um, it, this is kind of a weird coincidence because my number 10 is also a musical. Oh. Huh. Yeah. It's called A Clockwork Orange. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that movie. Yeah. It, I, the reason that I... I I, I, I put this on here was because I did not know anything about it. We, you know, uh, mm-hmm. I, we weren't assigned reading that story in, in high school as later generations would be. So Sports. I really didn't know anything about it. And um, uh, so I uh, was in the Dobie, uh, when I was this is when I was going to school. Okay, so uh, Clockwork Orange, uh, I went into the Dobie. I was living just off campus in an apartment, and I, if I got bored, I didn't know a whole lot of people when I first uh, transferred to the University of Texas, and uh, so I would just go to the movie theater, and I would, mm-hmm. you know, just whatever was playing, I'd go see, and I went and saw that, and I almost left about halfway through. <laughs> I thought, this is the most insanely violent film I've ever seen, you know, yes. and, uh, and, and I, but I, I don't know why I just I stayed you know and then I mm-hmm. sort of began to get it you know and and it was yeah it was quite an experience I remember leaving and of course the Dobie is one of those worst cinema sixes I mean I think the the, yeah. the screen was actually on a pedestal oh wow yeah <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. So I, rem- I, I remember that. I remember one Cinema Six that we went to. They actually built a wall. They didn't put in a new screen. They just built yes. a wall right up to yeah, the screen. Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> I, I have a, an entry in here about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so what's your next? Uh, your next oldest. <laughs> next number 10 19 so that was 1972. Next yeah. is uh, number 10 at 1977. Star Wars. Oh yeah, um, because that was just. Uh, when I, I I was traveling with this girl, uh, same girl actually. No, no, not same. Girl. Um, oh. <laughs> my first, I was traveling with my first wife before she was my first wife, and we were in Denver, um, and we had we were we had a day to kill because we were waiting for some friends, and then we were going to go hiking in the mountains or something like that, and so we thought. Well, hell, let's see what's at the movies. We've heard something about this Star Wars thing. 
you know, let's go see what it is. And we get there and there's a line all the yeah. way around the building. <laughs> it's like, what the hell is going on here? We get in line and we go see it. And, you know, obviously it was the blow away, you know, experience of of that, for me, of that decade. Oh, yeah. Um, almost. It was, uh, it was just, you know, 77. Uh, just, it was that was a crazy awesome thing. experience. Yeah. It was, it was because it was so unexpected and there was such a hype and everybody was cheering and yelling in the movie and it mm-hmm. was just it was just a, a, a fantastic experience. Yeah, I, my, my my number one is actually Star Wars, so I'll go ahead and talk about it now. Yeah. Um, but but basically, what a lot of people forget is that the '70s movies were very very downbeat. You know, oh, yeah. they were gritty, they were dirty, they were oftentimes the cinematic quality was intentionally kind of degraded you know yeah and uh so one of the reasons that star wars hit so hard was because people were just exhausted and that was just a happy fun film you know yeah and yeah but so for me um you know the way we used to 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 find out what was coming to the theater was we would open the newspaper right Mm -hmm. and i lived in a small town manassas virginia and they didn't have the money for color uh, illustrations from the posters so it was just a black and white sort of line drawing for, of that famous cover of Star Wars mm-hmm. and um, one of my favorite things to do was to go see uh, the really cheesy um, Japanese science fiction films that would come out oh, back yes. then like the Soylent, not Soylent Green, the Green Slime and things like yeah. that. They were just hilarious and so my friends and I would just get high and we would go to the theater and we would just laugh our asses off, right? So mm-hmm. I told this, I called up my friend Sam and I said, hey, there's one of those Japanese, because we had heard nothing at this point, yes, right? And so we're going to go down to the Reb Yank and the Reb Yank was the last uh, theater in Manassas that had not been diced up. So it was oh. an actual huge widescreen theater, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And we went down there and we, we got our Coke and our popcorn and we got great seats. It was uh, uh, maybe half full at most. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we, you know, we just sat there and we're making jokes and everything and then boom and then the crawl comes up and we thought, eh, it looks about right. And then that ship flew over. And we, <laughs> and were, we were like, like wait a <laughs> <laughs> And this is the best way to see a movie, to have no mm-hmm. idea what you're in for, especially yep. a great film, right? Yeah. And then I guess my other story about that is later that year, I was out in Los Angeles, and uh, I got in to see Star Wars again um, at the Grauman's Chinese Theater. Oh, wow. Which is, I mean, yeah. the movie palace, right? And yeah. and this was an even bigger screen than the Red Yank in Manassas, right? Mm-hmm. And so that was just, I was just stunned. I mean, it was it was so cool just to yep. do that. Yes. Okay. Um, but now, what was your number 10 or 9 or wherever, wherever the heck my, we are? My next one. <laughs> yes. Okay, this was uh, from around the same time when I saw Clockwork Orange because uh, I was at the University of Texas I uh, believe I was a sophomore. It was, would have been about 78. And um, a friend of mine and I were kind of bored, and it was a Friday, and I don't think we had, I think we were done with classes, and we were kind of thinking about it, and we thought, is it possible to see five movies in five uh, different theaters in one day? day. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've done that in one theater yes. in one day. So, so we, we thought about it, and we kind of worked it out. And in Austin, you know, you, 
you know, you had probably five theaters total. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. Back then, back in the seventies, right? And so we worked it out, and and we did it. Um, I don't remember what any of the movies were. I do remember being just like feeling like I had taken bad drugs at one point because I had had so much sugar in my system. Oh yeah, <laughs> eating candy and drinking cokes all day, you know. Um, but yeah, so we started at the Dobie because it was right there on campus. Then we went across the street and we saw um, uh, there was a the Varsity down uh, at Red River was a uh, was the sort of foreign film thing. So we saw mm-hmm. a foreign film there. I remember. And then we drove out to Capitol Plaza, and you know, I think our last one was like a midnight show someplace, you know. And mm-hmm. we were so burnt out on movies after that. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> So, uh, what, okay. what's your next one? My, my next one, okay, we jumped to 19, somewhere around 1980. I'm, I'm not, I don't have the date for this one. But um, they were replaying Lawrence of Arabia. Oh, at some, yes. Some huge, some huge, th- and this was, this, it was done in cine, Cinemascope, and this was one of those theaters, it was, it, it was so wide, it, it was wider than it was deep. Yeah, um, this theater. I think it was like in Oakland, California, or something. Yeah, and it was fantastic. It was this fantastic old, you know, like gold gilded, you know, uh, you know, like gold paint, obviously. But you know, it looked like you know the gold gilded um, frescoes on the wall yes. and everything. Yeah. And and um, and you know, Lawrence of Arabia for the time it was way long now oh, it's gosh, you yeah. know now it's just you know yeah. you've got to got to live through yeah, now it now it's then, chapter one <laughs> <laughs> but back then they even had an intermission in the yeah, you know yeah. in the middle of the movie and it was just so seeing it and we were like must have been like row six kind of yeah. almost center oh just and overwhelming this yeah. overwhelming the screen you couldn't you couldn't you had to your head had to swivel back and forth yeah. to see the sides yeah um it was just such a, an amazing experience, to, and that movie was, you know, obviously oh, yeah. a classic. It's it was just incredible. It was film, just yeah. so. Again, you know, I mean, not politically correct for the, you know, all of, you know, all of the bad things for today. But as a movie at the time, it was just. I mean, it was made way before the '80s, but this was, you yeah. know, this was like a revival of it to just, yeah. you know, to bring it out, and it's just, it was fantastic. Yeah, one of the things I've always picture. had trouble, you know, explaining to my kids is is to get them to understand what it was like to live before videotape, right? Yeah. So you, if you wanted to see a movie, it had to come to a theater, <laughs> essentially, yes. right? Yeah, right? And so you, you know, they had all these these thriving second run. Uh, theaters that would show either mm-hmm. B movies where you'd go see just you know Swamp Monsters from Outer Space and yep. and enjoy or with well, a drive-in for that probably but um, yes. yeah and and or you would see great movies and one of our favorites that just kept coming around was the Magnificent Seven mm-hmm. and so whenever we heard the Magnificent Seven was playing somewhere we would all jump all the guys jump in a car drive over there and watch it and I just remember over the years they were just using the same print. And it just mm-hmm. got like worse, and worse. <laughs> worse and worse. Pretty yeah. soon, all the little white flickers going yeah. through it. And it was yeah, just and there's like, like uh, there's yeah. like places missing. You know, the guy says, "Well," mm-hmm. I, and that the, of the other dogs. You know, it's just they just <laughs> they cut it out because it was bad. And you have no idea what's yeah. going on there. Um, okay, so uh, for me, this is a very very special movie, The Poseidon Adventure. Oh yes, I remember that. And one. let me tell you why, because I have never seen it. Oh. But it played at the Buckingham Mall 
for one year. Wow. And so we... This is the first one. Just the first one. Just the yeah. movie was so popular, it played for a year. Yeah, I mean, the first Poseidon Adventure, because they right. did a remake, we're talking Re- about. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there were also, there was also a dumb sequel and whatever. But um, yeah. yeah, so what we would do is, when we wanted to go to an R-rated movie, because this would have been 1973, right? So I was, yeah. I was not less than 17. And we were living in Colorado at the time, and they were very serious about R-rated movies. Yep. And so what we would do is we would tell our parents, we're going to go see Poseidon Adventure. <laughs> then we would go stand outside the theater and beg some grown-up to buy us tickets with our money, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to some R-rated movie. And often as not, it was a Bruce Lee movie. I never did figure out why they were rated R, you know. Probably violence or something. Yeah, or... maybe bare breasts or something. But anyway, yes. yeah, so that, so then we could go home, and if they asked us any questions about it, we could, we knew the story. Yeah. Right. So we could just and so You've it, seen it at least yeah, it once act, or twice. It acted as our as our alibi movie for a full year. <laughs> we saw <laughs> so I saw Harold and Maud. I oh, saw yes. Clue. I saw the Bruce Lee movies. I mean, it was it was incredible. So yeah. So that's and I, yet I've never seen it. <laughs> yes. Oh really? <laughs> okay. What's oh, your I next one? It. Okay. Um, uh, in order. This was in 1984. Um, and uh, like you, uh, the guys and I from work would play hooky on Friday afternoons and go to the last matinee of the day um, in uh, Pleasanton, um, California, in the Bay Area, um, and see you know whatever it was, whatever whatever the best you know yeah. thing, the latest matinee we could get in at the day. So like you know three o'clock or four o'clock or mm-hmm. something like that. And we wanted to get the matinee because we wanted to be cheap because we were you know cheap. Yeah. And also, but. We wanted to get there before the crowds Friday night. Um, right. So, uh, and w- completely unexpected, but the movie was Ghostbusters. Oh. And <laughs> we laughed our asses off so hard, we literally, and I'm not kidding, fell out of our seats rolling on the floor yeah. um, at the very end when the Stay Puft Marshmallow guy came oh out. My God. We were just, I was just. Because it was completely unexpected. We knew nothing about these guys. Right. I mean, you know, we knew them from Saturday Night Live, but but just the movie was just, it was genius for the time and completely unexpected. And so we just, uh, you know, that that alone where we just, we couldn't breathe. We were we were dying laughing. Yeah, I, I remember the, the trailer came out and it was, you know, on television and, and it was basically them doing that dumb, terrible commercial that they do in the movie right yes. call yeah. who are you gonna call you know and i saw that and i thought oh my god i don't care what this movie's about it's going to be <laughs> hilarious let's go watch it you know? yeah. it was so funny yeah that, that was a big deal um okay my next one was really it was a celebration of drive-in movies you know, drive-in movies were a huge part of my life uh, because living in Manassas as a teenager, we lived out in the country, basically. So we weren't near yep. anything. And mm-hmm. my life basically didn't even start until I got a car. Yeah. Right? And I got yeah. a 1969 Mustang. and um, Mine was a Volkswagen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, uh, and so, you know, this this was the biggest thing. If we, you know, wh- we wanted to go do something, you know, we wanted to go grab some burgers and some beers and watch a movie, we 
you know, go went to Seven Eleven and bought some beers and then went through the drive-through or I guess they didn't have drive-throughs mm-hmm. back then. Go go get yeah. some burgers from someplace and then you know sneak all that stuff into the into the drive-in and spend the evening. And it was almost always a double feature. Yep. You know, and and it was just great. And so the one like the quintessential drive-in night for me was we saw uh, Return to Macon County, which is a kind of a B film. Mm-hmm. Um, but it had, um, I mean, you can't even believe the people who were in this movie. Chuck, uh, I mean, uh, Nick Nolte was in yeah, it. Yep. Uh, do you remember this movie? I, I, I basic, I vaguely remember yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, and then the guy <clears throat> from, I think it was, uh, I think it was the guy from, um, a boy and his dog, yeah. uh, who, who went on to be real famous uh, oh and Miami Vice guy oh Don yes yes uh, him. Don Johnson yes and and we were just and it was it was actually it was a pretty good movie and they had this really cool hot rod in it and of course mm-hmm. we were 17 or 16 at the yes. time right and then after that was mm-hmm. Death Race 2000 <laughs> oh <laughs> Which, which you know, we had I I showed for one of our movie nights, right? And yes, if you yeah. remember, it's a crazy film, but it's not a bad film. Yeah. It's a cheap <laughs> film, but it's not a bad film. It's a you know, it, it it was a great movie, and I just remember the minute the the end popped up, I heard engines roaring all throughout the drive, oh, yeah. was, um, and this friend I'll of mine a- said, "Don't go yet." Let them go. <laughs> yes. I, 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 we will get we will get back to the engine driving in, in, in a moment. Um, but yeah. Oh, um, speaking of, uh, I mean, I didn't put this one in, but I remember my best drive-in experience was watching uh, Peter the relatively short Peter Sellers movie called The Party. Oh, I remember um, that one. Yeah. Oh, oh, they could not release that today. <laughs> no, they could not. But we died. Oh, we so were funny. again. It was. I mean, at the time, mm-hmm. uh, it was so funny and you know so incorrect today. Oh, yes. And I completely you know yeah. agree with that. But at the time, at the time, we did not know. You know, I mean, we did not know. We we were not aware. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, it was. Oh man. Yeah. You know, the, um, for me, probably the hardest I've ever laughed was I was in New Orleans and a friend of mine and I went to go see one of the Pink Panther films, the really, oh, really yes. funny ones, the later ones, the, probably the mm-hmm. Pink Panther Returns maybe or, or Strikes Back yeah, or something yeah. like that. And I don't even remember what the sequence was, but I just remember laughing so hard that I fell out of my chair. Yes. You know? yep. And I just remember him saying, dude, those floors are gross. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yes. I have been, I've been to some, you know, third play theaters where they had bags of trash up in the front, oh, um, God, yeah. you know, because they didn't have any place else to put it and it stunk mm. so bad, but we watched the movie anyway. Yeah. yeah I remember yeah. being in a, in a, 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 well, so now we're just wandering out there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, That's okay. Did you, do you want me to go my ne- what, next one? I did, Death Race and what did yes, you? Yes, so okay, so I'm, I'm just my next, my next, my next one is a double is a double feature. Oh. This was in '84 as well, um, and uh, it was when both of these movies had come out. But they, for some reason, they double featured them both. Buckaroo Banzai Ooh. followed by Repo Man. Oh man! Wow, what a night! What an awesome night! I mean, you know, and again, we knew nothing about these movies. 
but we went and you know Buckaroo Banzai. It's one of it's still one of my favorite you know campy movies. Oh yeah. Um, uh, and just loved it. And then Repo Man after that with Emilio Estevez. Oh, yeah. One of the, one of the I don't know, whoever it was, Charlie, I, I don't remember. No, it was, it was Emilio Estevez yeah. and uh, the guy who's been old forever. What is his name? <laughs> I think he finally passed away, but yeah. Uh, he's you know, one and of the, the aliens in the trunk. It was just, oh, mm-hmm. it was just so fantastically weird. Yeah. Um, both of those movies. And, you know, for, for my doubleheader, that was just, you know, the best the best time and the best set of movies back to back because you know it's like Buck Rubondale how could this get any better and yeah Repo Man comes in just so weird yeah um, way what? better than the remake <laughs> of Repo Man they Repo tr- Man I think is what the remake was they they tried to remake Repo Man they called it Repo Men and <laughs> Jesus that's so stupid you should look it up why it's, would you yeah. Why? I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's completely different. It's, it's crazy, you know, but yeah. this was uh, okay. Yeah, Repo. So this is another seminal movie uh, for me, and I owe this to the Poseidon Adventure because it's one of the movies that I saw uh, when uh, we were claiming to go see Poseidon Adventure because it was an R-rated <laughs> film, but it was Fists of Fury with oh, uh, yes. Bruce Lee, and. Uh, it I this I I love that movie so much I went I just would go see any karate or samurai film after that I just loved them mm-hmm. you know but yep. nothing was as good as a Bruce Lee movie and yeah. I actually went out and and took Taekwondo for several years like three years mm-hmm. uh, just because I was just so inspired by by that yep. that movie he was he was just unmatched in his yeah. abilities it was crazy. I just I really love the scene where he was whichever one it was where he was a uh, um, he was training with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, that's and, uh, Enter the Dragon, yes. Enter the Dragon, mm-hmm. and he just he had to do a sidekick, just you know, and he like had to do the splits standing just to get to Kareem's chin. Yeah, it was just it was <laughs> yes, yes, fantastic, insane. Um, yeah. Okay, what's your anyway. next? So speaking of revving engines, okay, uh, the. While the movie wasn't that great, Top Gun in 1986, oh. because it was just such an adrenaline rush. It was such a um, weird movie. You know, it was such I, it a was weird so movie. cringeworthy. I just remember. It is so cringeworthy. Because but, I was in the Air Force at the time, right? Oh, so yes. I was just like, this is not how any of this works. <laughs> no, no, it isn't. But the, the, the point being of this one was after I got out of the movie, I happened to own a sports car, oh, and yeah. I just yeah. took off. It was just like, yeah. I need some speed right now. <laughs> yes, so I that feel was, the need. Uh, I feel the need. It was, and that, that's the only reason that movie made the list is because yep. I just, it, it was the, it was the result, not the movie itself. Yeah, there are so many movies when you think about it where they really got you in the moment and mm-hmm. then you later go back and look at them and you're like, like what a, was what? I thinking? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, like, exactly. For me, it's basic instinct, right? Oh, yeah. I remember mm-hmm. leaving that theater and just thinking, my God, that was cinema- cinematic brilliance. Mm-hmm. And then I watched it again years later and I was like, this like, is just Cinemax trash, you know? Yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. my God. Uh, okay, so here is a moment. I mean, there the next two for me were the kind of movies where when you, you go to the movies and you see something and it changes the way you look at movies mm-hmm. right and for me the next one on this list is one of those and that was Blade Runner oh yes 
Yeah, that was a great movie. We saw it at the Capitol Plaza, which was one of the last big theaters in Austin to not be cut down. Mm-hmm. So we got to see it on the big screen, and it was um, it was a revelation. I mean, I just I could not stop talking about it when when I when I got out of there. And Monty and I, and a friend and his his girlfriend all went to go see it together. And I think I almost lost my girlfriend and all my and my friends because I would not stop talking about how much I love that movie. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and I'm one of those people who has who has you know who owns and has critically watched all 17 versions <laughs> right? of this movie. I've read every article about, you know, uh, the, the making of, and I've listened to all the director's commentaries and all that sort of stuff. I mean, it's just, it was just an amazing feat of uh, yeah. filmmaking for me. Yes, it was one of our, um, when we did the best science fiction movies of whenever yes. that decade was, yeah. it was 80, certainly on the that list. Was, yeah, that was 82, I think. Yeah, yep, yes. Okay, well, since we're still in the 80s, um, I'm going to jump to my last, uh, my last 80s movie, which um, was an adrenaline thrill. And when I got home after this movie, I had to drink a glass of scotch to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> it was Aliens. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, it was, I mean, it was such an intense movie, sort of like, you know, I would have put Terminator on here, but I didn't actually see Terminator in a very good setting, so right. it wasn't that great an experience. But Aliens, it was just, you know, you leave the theater and you're like, I am really freaked out. Yes. This was just such a, yeah. such an intense um, uh you know, pop up, you know, just yeah. creepy. The whole creepy thing. Oh, it was just, it was great. Um, yeah, I, I had, so I was overseas. I was in uh, Italy at the time, stationed uh, uh, in Italy. And um, we uh, had to, we worked a lot of um, evening shifts. And mm-hmm. that often fell during the weekend because we worked 12 days on and two days off. And yep. um, so if if a movie came, and they rarely came, <laughs> yes. um, and that we wanted to see, we had to uh, sign a petition and like a big like a document, get enough mm-hmm. names, and then we would send it over and then they would they would do a special showing for us at midnight after we got off of our evening shift. Oh man! So you saw this at midnight after? <laughs> yeah. So I, I was like, oh. okay, I, I really want to see this. So I went around. I just talked it up to everybody because we needed to get something like twenty-five people from the flight to to mm-hmm. sign up, and or something like that. I don't remember how many people it was. And so I spent my whole shift not doing my job. I was just out selling this movie, you know. And yep. we got everybody to go. And I got this one a friend of mine I worked with. Uh, it was a girl who. Um, uh, wasn't really sure about it. She doesn't like scary things, and I was like, I think I don't think this is scary as much as it's exciting, and so you know, it's just kind of thing, right? And so she says, okay, well, listen, I got this bit me in the ass badly, right? Mm-hmm. So we go, and I promised to sit with her, right? Yeah. And uh, and so I sat next to her, and we the movie starts, and I realize she's one of those people when she gets nervous, she talks to the screen. Oh man! So she talked all the way through. I mean, oh, of course she did. Classic <laughs> stand-up comedy bit about don't you open that door? Don't you? Open, what did I tell you? Don't open it the entire <laughs> time, right? Yes. So 
I didn't really get the full benefit of the movie until I watched it later on videotape, right, by myself, yeah. right? So that's why that's why Aliens didn't make my list, even though it should have. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the same way for, like, you know, like Terminator for me. It's like yeah. the experience wasn't that great. It's a great movie, yeah. you know, made the made the great movies list. But as a movie experience, I didn't have a good, it wasn't. Well, I was, I was interested when I was going through and was making my list how many movies I crossed off because I didn't see them in a theater. Yeah, so I never yep. saw, I saw uh, Terminator. Again, we were overseas. We did not get enough signatures. And so I ended mm-hmm. up uh, seeing it for the first time on video. Yeah. Right. Yep. And there was that. There was having kids, you know. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, one I should have put on here. I'm, maybe I'll add, I'll, I think I'll add it to the, to the honorable Go mentions, ahead. you know. But, uh, yeah, I'll talk about that later. Uh, let me, here, let me just make a little note. I'm just going to cheat like a son of a bitch here. <laughs> That's okay. All right. If you don't mention it. This is it, our, this is ours. Yeah, this it really, yeah, yeah. But if you don't mention it, then I'm going to stretch the rules a little bit. That's oh, go it. ahead. Okay. Uh, so, uh, that you did Aliens, and yep. I did Blade Runner, and I'm going to do Alien now. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, yes. that was like, it's like, how do I choose Alien or Alien? Yes. But, again, I didn't see Alien in the theater, mm-hmm. so, I, you know, it doesn't. Well, do you remember the ad that was on television, the trailer? No. It was just an egg in space, right? And oh, and that opened up? And it cracked yeah. and light came out and it burned yeah. this, the alien logo, right? And, yep. and then the, this, the voice of doom said, in space, no one can no hear one you can scream. scream. You know? yeah. and, and I just thought, this terrifies me. <laughs> it's just like, and I like scary movies, but I mean, you're always worried there's going to be that one that scares you too much, right? Yep. And yep. so, I was working with this guy, and I, I was like, we, I, I need somebody to go see this movie with me, and nobody will go. And he goes, Oh, I'll mm-hmm. go. I love scary movies. And then, so his girlfriend and Monty, at the time we were mm-hmm. married, just my girlfriend. Um, they agreed to meet us at the bar across the street from the theater after it was over because they oh, yeah. did not want to go. Uh-huh. So we went, <laughs> and it was again, I don't remember exactly where it was. Uh, I think it was the Hancock Theater. And uh, still, it was a good, it was a good-sized theater, and we, we, we watched the movie, and it was one of those things where kind of like Jaws, <laughs> where yes. after the credits roll, you realize you've – You've crushed the the, the arms <laughs> the of the armrest? chair, right? Your fingerprints are in there, and you have not breathed. You you exhale finally, at, you know, when it says the end. I mean, that movie was is intense. There is no, just no time to go to the bathroom. No, right? You no. can't even. End it. Why would you? Right? Like, you know, there might be an alien out right? there. And so we, I remember we went across the street, and we got at the table with the girls, and. And my my friend said, pitcher of beer. And I said, yeah, make it two. <laughs> and we just drank out of the pitchers. You know what I mean? We were so, it was just glug, glug, glug. You would not believe yes. this, you know. So to this yeah. day, Monty's never seen it because mm-hmm. you know, it made me yes. cry like a, like a baby. <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah, so that was, a, yeah, I mean, that that was, was the yeah. first time I realized the difference between horror and um, adventure. Like, or, right. yeah, or, aliens you know, or is large or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Aliens is largely an adventure. Alien yes. is a horror movie. Yeah, horror doesn't movie. doesn't yeah. matter it takes place in space. It's Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. So, yes. 
but yeah, I'm sure I would have had had to go home and have a glass of scotch after Alien yeah. as well. But <laughs> scotch but is hard to drink to... fast. You know, that's why we yeah, that's why well, we ordered beer. No, it's we that hard. Guzzling beer. <laughs> okay, what's next? Okay, so this is where I stretch the rules a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we're getting, we jump ahead uh, more than a decade, and the reason I picked these films is because. I, the, not the first one so much, but the, the second and the third, we skipped work to go see him. It was just like, oh, and yeah. we went and saw him multiple times. It was Lord of the Rings. And we just, you know, I, I don't know, it's one, still one of my favorite series of movies. And we just, after seeing one, mm-hmm. we just knew that we were going to go see two as soon as it came out. Mm-hmm. You know, just, you know, pick a time, you know, it's like, when's the first showing? Oh, 11.30, okay, we're there. Um, and you know it was just it the experience i mean i love the movies and the experience of just you know this is the compulsion to go and then it was like over the holidays or something it's like well we could go see another movie no let's go see lord of the rings again yeah um it was just that good so many things to go watch so have you was, read the book were you a fan of the books I read the books and i was a fan of the books um and even though the movies <clears throat> excuse me Break away from the books in many places. I, th- I think they're both great renditions. I mean, I love the books for what they did, and I love the movies and understood why they did the things they mm-hmm. did. But um, you know, just as a cinematic experience, the movies are just so awesome. Um, yeah. And I mean, it, it to me, it doesn't take away from the books. The books, you know, just mm-hmm. tell their own story. But yeah, um, yes, I have read the books too. Yeah, so. I I had never read the books. I was never really into fantasy, and so. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to the first one and I was so lost, you know, ah, that yes. I was like, well, I don't, I'm going to go read the books and then I'll be ready for the next movies. And I never read the books. So I never went and saw the movies. Oh, yes. <laughs> just, yeah, you know, it's just, it's a subjective thing. So, you know, you click with some things and you don't with others. Yep. Yep. But yeah, just the, the fact that we had to go see them immediately, mm-hmm. the anticipation was just so strong. Yeah. Um, Okay, my next one is The Matrix. <clears throat> oh, yeah. That's so, excellent. you know, every, the, the problem with action films, right, is that someone does something new, right? Mm-hmm. And then everybody does that. Yep. And so you, you end up, you're watching all these movies, and you get to the point where you don't even really have to watch the fight scenes. You know what's going to happen, right? Yep. So... When something new comes along, it's it's really groundbreaking, right? Mm-hmm. And that happened with the Matrix, and I and and with their bullet time and and all of yep. the stuff. I mean, just everything in that movie was new to us. I know that now, of course, that they lifted yeah. quite a lot of it out of anime, but but to us, yeah. it was it was in, it was incredibly new. And I just went and saw it all the time. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and when the DVD came out, I got the DVD and I watched it all yeah. the time. <laughs> right? yeah. yeah, well, it's one of those. Yeah, you know, DVD's great. The next two, they kind of lost their. Yeah, their, I didn't really care for that. I never saw the third one, and I I did not care for the second one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we saw them because you know we hit, we loved the first one. Yes. And we thought well maybe maybe the third one will get better after the second one. Yeah. But no. Uh, anyway. Yeah. So, next up for me, this was because it, another anticipatory experience. But this one was because we loved Star Trek, and we were longing for a reboot, and Star Trek 
2009 came oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we just, uh, the anticipation for that movie was just something that, that uh, I can't even, you know, it always, Star Trek has always been, I mean, Star Wars is great, and all the other science mm -hmm. fiction series are good, but, you know, having watched the original Star Trek every week yep. on the TV, begging my parents to yep. let me, you know, stay up so I could watch Star Trek, um, on Friday nights, you know, and my dad was like, uh, Star Trek. I, I <laughs> See, I was lucky because my dad was a science fiction fan. Oh. So he, know. we would, he, that was the <clears> one <throat> show he wouldn't just step all over. <laughs> you know, yes. it's just like, it's like my dad, my, I don't think my dad wanted me to watch television. You know what I mean? I think he mm -hmm. thought it was make me stupid, right? Yeah. Or stupider. Yeah. And so he would talk to me and he would mess around with me. <laughs> just all this, if I was trying to watch a show, but not Star Trek. Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. So oh, Star Trek, awesome. he was watching it, and I couldn't talk. So, yeah. yeah it was, okay. yeah. And I remember the, the there was, um, the trailer for the movie came out, and there was one, was that one moment where they framed the entire crew, and they all turned to look at the camera, right? And, mm -hmm. and you looked at it, and you just thought, oh, my God, this is perfect casting. Yes. Right? And yeah. I just could not wait and that is one of those rare situations where you get super revved up for something and it it actually pays off yeah it, it was better than yes. you could have imagined yes um yeah it was oh, the mo do you remember the moment you saw leonard nimoy in oh, the movie yeah. right because they kept that a secret or that wasn't in the trailer i don't think Yep, yep. And and I just remember, whoa, everybody in the theater was, whoa, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and my my thing was, um, oh, who was it that played Bones? Uh, in the, in the, the in reboot? In 2009, in the reboot, yes, yeah. It, it um, was uh, Judge Dredd. Yes. Uh, oh, what's his name? Anyway, perfect casting. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Oh, yeah, just. He was, when he said... All I got left is my bones. Oh, I thought, oh my God, that's God. they nailed it, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't know why, but Chris Pine reminds me a little bit of uh, Shatner. Yes. And and yes. he's kind of doing a Shatner every now and then, kind of doing a Shatner just a little bit. Mm -hmm. And it oh yeah, really, he's acting a little over the top. Yeah, it's, it, but it and, really, yeah, yeah. it really plays, especially when he goes when he's trying to tell them about the the storm in space, and he says mm -hmm. the year of my birth, you know. And it was like yeah. that's oh my god, that's a Shatner moment, you know. And he just <laughs> nailed it. Yeah, that that yes. this is why I'm so angry about the other movies, right? Because <laughs> they literally scored a 100 and a hole in one and then just went off to do just average stuff which just yeah. makes no sense to me yep. yep but yes i yeah i'm i'm with you there okay what's your next what's okay your next? so for me this is uh sort of a, a movie that was emblematic to to a a way of going to see movies that has that died out in the 70s with the multiplex right mm -hmm. and that was that on saturday uh, parents would drop their kids oh, off yeah. at the theater for the first matinee, which was usually around 11 a.m., mm -hmm. and and they would come and pick you up at five o'clock. Yes. For the for the after the last matinee, and and you just stayed there, and they gave you money, and it was like okay, you 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 just got to deal with it, right? So if you want a hot dog, mm -hmm. get a hot dog. You want candy, get a hand. But this is your money. This is your yep. budget. And we just yep. watched this movie. We watched the, the movie over and over and over again until we had to go home. 
And yeah. and the movie for me that stands out most was Planet of the, the original Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes. Yes. Oh, yes. And I, I remember. Perfect Saturday. Yes. Saturday re 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 Oh, yes. And so I remember because, you know, you go to the theater and you make an instant group of disposable friends, right? You're boom. Mm-hmm. It's, there's four or five of you and you're all going to sit together. You don't know each other. You know, your grandmother just dropped you off and, and that's yes. it. You know, and this is, I, I do remember, I do remember, um, she said to me as I was getting out of the car this one time when we were going to see the Planet of the Apes, she goes, oh, um, don't let a pervert touch you in the bathroom. <laughs> and I said, okay. And I went inside and I didn't know what a pervert was, but I did know that bathrooms were really dirty in, in like public yeah. bathrooms. Right. So yeah. I went in and, um, they had a uh, what was it? I think it was a condom dispenser on the back yes, of the door, yeah. right? Yep. And it was gross. And I remember, like, oh, that's got to be the pervert. So when we went to go to the bathroom, <laughs> we, we were we were standing at the urinal, and I pointed up at the condom dispenser and I said, "Don't touch the pervert." <laughs> and this kid looked up and he goes, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> It's classic. Oh man! Yeah, oh, so yeah. That, that was that was their uh, their their uh, parental due diligence. Don't yes, don't let a pervert touch you in the bathroom. Touch you in the bathroom. Um, yeah, like like okay. Yeah, but I just oh, okay. I remember that we we were so wired on sugar that we couldn't stay in our seats, right? Mm-hmm. And there's the one scene in the beginning when they do re-entry, and it turns out that the woman, of course, right, mm-hmm. had a cracked stasis tube. Right. And so she aged a thousand years while they were Mm -hmm. going through hyperspace or whatever. Right. And and so we kept missing that scene because we would jump up and run out to buy candy or something. You know, we come back and go, damn it, we missed it again. (laughs) (laughs) We we were so wired, you know, and I'm sure that when my grandmother got me home, I just, you know, probably slept for 14 hours. (laughs) Sugar crash. (laughs) Ah, yes. Okay, what do you got? What I got next? I got two more. Mm -hmm. This one and the next one. Um, So this one, uh, now now we transition to my favorite venue, which is the Alamo Draft House. Uh, I I didn't put the Draft House on this list because I knew you would. Yes. (laughs) So we get to talk about it. Yeah. Um, So it's it's fantastic theater. If our readers, (laughs) readers, if our viewers, (laughs) listeners (laughs) have never gone to an Alamo Draft House, Try and make the opportunity mm-hmm. to go once movies are a, a thing again. Mm-hmm. Alamo's just reopening uh, in May here. Yeah. So um, uh, they had a, it, this was a preview for a television show. They had they had the first two episodes that they were going to preview for the new season before it dropped on, um, on sci-fi. And then they had the cast um, do a live stream. Uh, and it was uh, The Expanse Season 2 previews. Oh, really? Um, yes. And they had and the so, cast there? Yes. Oh, well, they weren't... They, the cast wasn't there. They were in um, L.A. or wherever they were. But, oh, um, oh. but no, but they live-streamed. So they, it was a two-way conversation. So, you know, you could ask questions, and they would answer. And wow. It was just, so it was... I mean, Alamo really, you know, hooked it, hooked it in well. Yeah. Um, and so it was just... I mean, because we had seen the first season, and it was like, oh, my God. 
you know, we're going to see this. We're obviously going to go watch it. And then the chance to actually go to the Alamo and see it on the big screen, mm-hmm. the first two episodes, and then get to talk to the cast about it was just oh, fantastic. That just sounds great. Yeah, I, lo- I love the Alamo. To me, it reinvigorated going to see going to see movies. And I, I have to say that I think that, that the pandemic will be end up being good for movies because I think we've mm-hmm. all had a year to remember what we missed and stop oh, yeah. focusing on the annoyance of the, you know, the the overly loud commercials at the beginning mm-hmm. and the kids kicking the back and you know just all that kind of stuff right well that's the beauty of the alamo right. is that they have that great policy which is when the movie starts mm-hmm. you talk you get kicked out right oh yeah um, i miss it so much phone, and, and your it, cell phone goes off you're out I, um, and, I, and, I had i had it down to a routine i would probably go once a week by myself mm-hmm. and i would go and i i knew like what i wanted to order I knew mm-hmm. exactly when to order my second beer. Yep. Right. Yep. So that it would get there, and I wouldn't, you know, blah blah blah. And uh, and and I, you know, like I said, I just I had it down to an art, and I could go in and just have the best experience watching a movie. And then, just the, yeah, just and, and there, you know, before everybody, you know, now there's a bunch of theaters that do this, mm-hmm. but just to go be able to go in and get food good food mm-hmm. and get a beer or a drink or a, or whatever mm-hmm. and it was an adult experience it it was not a kid experience anymore yeah um and very you know even though kids could be there and you know they're more than welcome they can't act like kids they you know they yeah. don't they don't get to scream and yell and kick the chairs and you know mm-hmm. put up a fuss because the parents are going you do that and we got to leave so you're yeah. you know you got to be on your best behavior here or, you know we're gone and so it's just it made it made the whole experience um, just fantastic. Yeah. And, you know, the, be able to get you know a really good draft beer. At a yeah. Theater, just and, like, but yeah. you know, also it's it, it's really I have not found. I know that there are other theaters that do it, but I've been to several and none of them do it as well. And I would not yeah. go back uh, yeah. to like the IPix and you know those those kind mm-hmm. of things. They're they're way too expensive, but also. Um, they're way too um it's like i don't want to sit in an easy chair yeah you know i mean that's not the point right yep. so uh, i don't want to lounge and fall asleep i want you know i mm-hmm. mean a regular good you know stadium seating movie is yep. fine absolutely um, with yeah. the, and with the nice tables in front not yep. you know not the little thing that comes out of your out of the side and then the alamo the rest the best uh, and the best part of it for me is the alamo experience is the little stuff that they do in front Oh yeah, you know, their their version of advertising, which is you know they get all these old examples of the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're watching Marvel, they go and find you know yeah. Shazam. Yeah. And talk about it. it's just <laughs> and you know or you know Buck 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 Rogers. You know, um, uh, just that kind of stuff. Or I don't even remember what the previews were for this. But it it feels it was, like they are movie people too. Oh, they right. are. Whereas They're the AMC feels people. like they could just as easily be running a McDonald's. Yes, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I the last time I went to an AMC right before you know the, everything fell through, um, I just remembered when I was a kid that they made the popcorn, you know, right there. Yep. And it was hot yep. and buttery, and mm-hmm. and and you could go eat it and drink a coke, and it was wonderful. And this they handed me this big box full of of cold popcorn. Yeah. And I was, yep. I was like, why? What, what is this? You know I mean? It's like, yeah. nobody really cares. This is, this mm-hmm. is just another consumable moment. 
you know, yeah, kind of yep. thing. So, yeah, I, that I, that is one thing I really do miss is that uh, the Alamo Drafthouse made the movie experience feel new and exciting again. Yeah. Plus, they show great movies. Oh yeah. In a great environment. Yeah. So, yeah. Love it. Uh, okay, so I already did my number ten, which was the Star Wars thing, because we talked mm-hmm. about that earlier. So I'm going to go to my honorable mentions. Okay. My first one is uh, Deliverance. Oh, yeah. So I was 12 or 13, and I was in Texas. And it, like I said, it's one of those things where, <laughs> the, you know, they just <laughs> drop you off at the theater. They don't know what the movie is, and nobody in Texas cared how old you were, right? Yeah. And so we went and saw this, this movie, and um, a bunch of us were 12 and 13-year-olds. and uh, Oh, wow. I mean, I, I mean, I was young enough that I did not understand the squeal like a pig scene. Yeah. Right. And so for years later, I would always like say it was so weird with the hillbillies that they wanted to ride him like a pig. Who rides a pig? You know. Yeah. And finally, somebody said um, that was sodomy. <laughs> and I was like, oh, 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 no. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> So, yeah. all right, what else you got? You got any honorable mentions uh, or anything? Or? No, that's right. I'm going, and this is... This oh, that's was, right, you're doing chronological order. Yeah. Chronological order. So this is the most recent thing, which was in January of 2020. Um, and uh, it was again at the Alamo, but this was a Tremors quote-along party. Oh, oh, God, that sounds like fun. Oh, it was just awesome. Yeah. You know, we had poppers and we had candy cigarettes and we got lighters because they were always smoking. It was just so everybody took on their lighters. And whenever the guns went off and they went off frequently, yeah. everybody popped their poppers. Oh. And we got, you know, we got drinks and we got fun stuff and we got Uzi, uh, Uzi for you keychains. And it was just, oh. you know, it was just, and, and Tremors is just such a great cult. Oh yeah. movie. yeah, it was just so much, so much fun, yeah. and everybody quoting along. You know, mm-hmm. it's just that you know, Al- Alamo it does this. For, it's the great thing is that you got to be quiet in the movie, except when it's a party, you right? Know, when it's a yeah. party quote along movie, and then everybody just goes nuts, yeah. and they're all movie nuts, so they all get it right, and it's just yeah, it was. Fantastic. It wasn't a master pancake night, right? No, it was not a master oh, pancake okay. night. Um, okay. No, it was just a, it was just a you know quote along. Yeah, but. Um, so great fun, yeah. Uh, okay, so for me, we were talking before about the fact that when they divided these theaters, they didn't do wow. a very good job, right? So you <laughs> Sometimes they're really bad. Literally, now. just hear people talking next door. You know, I mean, it was oh, yeah. it was insane. So I I was home from college. So what year was Halloween? Seventy seven, also seventy seven, seventy six. I can't remember. Anyways, around then, and. Um, I, I went out with this girl that I'd known in high school and I, she had gotten, I didn't know this, but she'd gotten super weird over college. right? Mm-hmm. And so we were on a date and it was not going, I, I mean, it was fine, but I was realizing, yeah, I'm, this is, this is a one and done, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and we, and so we go to the, see this movie, we're going to see a Woody Allen movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, yeah, this will be great because Woody Allen's movies are hilarious. And even though I don't really care for this girl that much, we'll just laugh and then we'll go home, right? Mm-hmm. So it turned out to be Woody Allen's first drama <laughs> oh. in interiors. And uh. like a lot of people who aren't good at drama, and Woody Allen I don't think is, um, 
you know, they just, they mistake long, boring silences as being dramatic, right? And so this yeah. this movie is just, unga- it's unwatchable for me, right? <laughs> so we're sitting there, we're watching all these people stand around moping, right? And in yes. the theater next door, I hear people screaming, right? <laughs> and this music, you know, and I'm just like, oh my God. And so I turn to her and I go, look, this movie's terrible. Let's leave. I'll get tickets to whatever is next door. We'll go to the next show. And she looks at me and she goes, shh, I like this. And I was like, oh, oh. well, shit. We're never going to talk to this one again. So <laughs> I had to sit there and watch this awful Woody Allen film for the entire duration while hearing all of these people having a great roller coaster ride right next door. <laughs> next door. <laughs> It was probably the Poseidon Adventure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was Halloween. And mm, it uh, was, uh, and I ended up going back and seeing it. But, I mean, you know, it was just, at that point, it was, it, you know, I knew kind of what I was in for. If we had just bought tickets to the theater next door, it would have been completely different. But, yeah. yeah yep. Anyway. Um, what you got? Anything? Oh, I, that's, I'm, I'm, so I'm done. So you just keep going. Okay. So this one is completely cringeworthy, right? Because, <laughs> you know, we were talking before about how, you know, you live in a particular zeitgeist. There's a cert, you're swimming in an ocean of a certain understood truth, right? Yep. And later that changes and you look back and you go, how could we ever believe that this was a valid ocean of truth, right? You, you mm-hmm. feel cringe, right? So the next movie on my list is Manhattan. Ah. Right? So okay. I remember watching this movie and having absolutely no problem with this middle-aged man having sex with his teenage girl, you know, yes. and yeah. who's in high school, right? Yep. And I just remember thinking, you know, and now it's like I look back on it and I think, but how could anybody ever think that that was okay? Right. And yet that movie was incredibly popular. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I sort of cringe inside every time I even think about that movie because because yeah, pretty terrible, especially considering that it was sort of a, a preview to what was going to happen in his life. Right. Yes. Yeah. Well, or it was his life. Yeah. I didn't realize. It. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so the last one on my list that I, I jotted down at the last moment was was Die Hard. Oh, yes. Um, oh, love, oh, yeah. Right. This is the first movie I'd ever been in where there was really no, you couldn't go take a pee break, right? <laughs> it, 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 was, it was the first movie where they just edited out all the dull stuff, you know? Yes. I mean, there's not even, I don't, there's not even a, a romantic scene to, to run out, you know, and take a leak yeah. and get back in before they, they finished showing the train going in the tunnel. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I went with my with my sister, and we were huge movie nerds. It was like we're we're the two who would go to a movie like after Thanksgiving dinner was over. Yes, you know. Yeah. And so she said, you know, I'm going to come out to Maryland and let's go see the movie, and we're going to go see Die Hard. And so we did the thing we always did, which is we got a each got a giant thing of popcorn and a giant soda, and then. We went and waited in line and got inside and we drank our sodas and ate our popcorn and then needed to pee. <laughs> in the middle of Die Hard. <laughs> had to literally do damage to my kidneys because you could not go. That movie is so exciting. You cannot, yes. you cannot leave to go to the bathroom. It was insane. 
Yeah. Never seen anything like that before, right? Just it yep. was an it was the first time, and you can see why it started. And this is what I meant by by you know when the, someone does something in an, in in the action film genre, it gets copied a million times because after mm-hmm. that, for years, everything was Die Hard on a Train, Die Hard yeah. on a Plane, Die you know yeah. die, die, die Hard on a Boat, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. It was like Speed. You know, speed mm-hmm. on a on a boat, speed you yeah, know, on a bus, yeah, on a bus. Speed yeah, on a bus. Well, speed on a bus was the the original, but yeah. yeah, yeah. And so that that was like I just remember that being a real game changer, you know. Yeah. And I that's it for me. That's oh, cool. Wow, yep. long one. Did a did yeah. a full hour on this. But that's fun. <laughs> yes. What a fun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, Okay. All right. Well, I want to thank everybody for joining us, and we will talk to you next week. And we are not going to tell you what we're going to talk about because that's a secret. <laughs> it's a surprise. Because <laughs> we're out of television and we don't know what to do next. That's right. <laughs> Got to write the next episode. Bye, everybody. Bye.